Episode 623, Susan here. Sarah here. How are you? And I'm doing great. Um, let's see, anything new to update you on? It, oh, 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 I got my results back from Everlywell. I'm fucking sensitive to everything, Susie. Yeah, what? What the hell? But, like, it's, you're shocked, but not. Right. I'm shocked, but I'm like, oh, yeah, this explains everything. And the part that's so annoying is that the things that I am sensitive to, multiple doctors have prescribed me or suggested that I try and, like, use. What do you mean? Like, especially, so I am sensitive to brewer's yeast, which is in kimchi, sauerkraut, all the kind of good fermented foods. And I've had uh, uh, doctors who have said, you need more probiotics in your diet, so you need to eat all this stuff, and then it'll balance you out. Fuck no, you've been causing that. Right. It was the actual opposite. Right. For which most feels people, very similar to something I shared with Susie, which I did not share on the podcast, which was my home remedy for the dust mite attack that I had. I thought that maybe, because I don't know, I heard, I thought you put hydrogen peroxide on things to like kill infection and bacteria. So I was doing that like a million times a day, which then when I met with the doctor, he was like, oh, no, no, you're burning your skin off and you're causing severe damage. To your- what? So the thing, I've been doing the opposite things to help myself. Uh, glad I figured that out before I was, you know, dead. <laughs> Not of those things, but just like in general, like of old age, like, you know. I can't believe, I mean, once you told me about gargling with hydrogen peroxide, which I'd never heard of, yeah. I-, I saw that it is a thing, which yes. is news to me. But like, that shocks me that anyone would do anything with it because it's what I put on my head to bleach my hair. Oh. Like, it's bleach, man. Yeah, pro- yeah, yeah. I, I mean, when you say it out loud, I do hear it. I just can't, I just didn't realize people were using this as, like, remedies for stuff. And here, in my mind, I'm like, is it, though? It's just two hydrogen and two oxygen. <laughs> That's it. H2O2. What's wrong with that? I've just well, been using it to remedy my hair color. But just creating a crater in my face. When you put it's it dumb. on your skin, though, doesn't it burn like hell? Yeah, but then I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, good. Get just it. getting rid of the bacteria or ba- killing all. And then I had to go to the doctor and they had to give me an antibiotic for it because Gosh. they were like, mm, you are not killing the bacteria. You are creating more space for that infection to live. Those fucking moving mites. Fuck those things. That's the problem. I know. Those guys. They are not welcome. My mom was like, you are not allowed to go in your garage and get that cardboard out of there. So I have to like, I don't know, convince my brother to come over and like empty my trash for me. You just get rid of the boxes. You should have one of those things that like liberals have outside their house that is like, in our home, we, whatever, but just be like, we do not fucking let moving mites in here. We do not allow cardboard mites. (laughs) Right. That's terrible. You're intolerant of moving mites only. Yeah, well, and nine things that I discovered and on yeast <laughs> products really well. Yeah, good to know. Bell though. peppers, eggplant, chicken, milk, wheat, rye. So you have like a gluten intolerance. I fucking do. I didn't want to say it out loud because then it might be true, and then I would have to. And then, <sighs> Susie, I love oh, bread. <laughs> I love bread. You're like Oprah. Yes, maybe, I love bread. Do you? But you have really great gastrointestinal ha- situation. So, mm. 
you clearly don't have Crohn's. No, I don't. Well, how are you sensitive to it if everything's ship-shape? It's not, though. Because it's the other side. It's the other side. Damn. Oh, my God. <laughs> now we've said it on the podcast, and everybody knows, so there we go. We're just Listen, normalizing things for everyone. Maybe that's but, how But it you is. know what? Easy fix. Maybe you can only either have healthy vagina or healthy butthole. <laughs> <laughs> And you have healthy butt, and oh, right. I have healthy you pick one. Yeah, I don't know which My is butt worse. Ship shape, right? Chef's kiss, <laughs> <laughs> right? But then, oh my gosh, Gina's like mm, crabby. Mm-mm-mm-mm. How Just many UTIs do you get? Like, you get them a lot. Yes, or no, not uh, U- UTIs yes. and yeasters. Yep, it goes back and forth. Just. And then I'll go in and they'll be like, oh, the cure for this is more probiotics, which then give me (gasps) the other stuff. So the doctor's cure has been actually causing the problem. It's like alcohol for me, cause and cure. (laughs) (laughs) Of all my problems. (laughs) That's terrible. uh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, but you know, the the more you know. I'm freaking glad that I have this information. And... That, you know, she's going to be so, like, happy mm-hmm. and, like, living her best life. What are you going to eat instead, though? Like, fuck it. I- I'm going to be, like, a caveman, I guess. Oh, my God. Which, this- you know what? Remember when I was on, like, I was eating, like, that paleo diet to the 12 weeks. And yeah. I was, like, you know, I had never felt better. My energy levels were amazing. I- Sarah. Everyth- I know. I know. I'm, I'm that person. Ugh. You're going to have to shift. I'm going to have to shift. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. Well, good luck. Yeah. Good luck with that. I'm not giving up wine. (laughs) Oh, my God. There has to be gluten-free wine, right? There has to be. There has to be. Somebody's invented this. Well, I put up a post on Instagram that was like, because at first I was like, oh, thank God the list didn't say wine. And then I looked in and it was like. (laughs) And then I was like, okay, well. Because it says it's only present in the beer and wine process. Tequila shots it is. Yeah, yeah. I would switch to like vodka. Yeah. We're going to be like vodka soda and, you know, or like mezcal. I like a little, you know, mezcal yeah. on the rocks. Some lime. Gave. Oh, that sucks though. It's yeah. not fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just glad I knew. Yeah. Uh, or glad I know. I love, mm-hmm. I love that. I Just the more you know. Um, yeah. What's new in your world? Um, how's your, how's your vag? How's your (laughs) behold? Well, actually it's funny you ask because I got my pap today. Oh yeah. That was a very funny post you put up on Instagram about that. Well, I do want to know because you're right about the pap is named after the male doctor who papped or whatever. But (laughs) the thing that gets me is like, what kind of fucking idiot would be like, let's do the second word smear. That is the he most. He loves disgust- bagels and cream cheese. <laughs> right? Who? Which, why? Every, somebody's yelling at me right now, going, "It's, it's smear, smear, not smear." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, know. I know, I know, I know. But, but that like, didn't work for the joke. I need to know why they chose that word. It's the worst word. It really is. So the only word that's worse is yeast. <laughs> right. That's so true. Oh, gosh. This um, is funny. And, you know, I go in there and I'm all like a nervous wreck because I'm a sensitive person. So it's a bit yes. of a, it's not a comfortable experience for me. 
Yeah, I don't think it's comfortable for anyone, so... I think some people, like, though, just don't... No, the dentist is fun for some people and not fun for other people. I don't know any woman who's like, oh, can't wait to put my legs in metal stirrups and have a plastic probe shoved up my area. I think for some people it's not painful, though, but for me it does hurt. Yeah. It's yeah. like the scraping part. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> I can feel... it's an. It, every woman knows exactly... It's an internal... Ah, right. oh, I hate that feeling. Yeah. I think it's the female equivalent to having your balls kicked. Because it's like indescribable. Oh, oh God. It's not it's exactly right pain. now hurt. And it kind of makes you like squeeze everything. It yeah. My teeth Everybody's hurt. feeling it right now. Yeah. We apologize. Trigger warning. Huh. Okay. But I got this lady who was super chatty and was like the only person in the world who I know who asks more questions than I do. Susie, what is the deal with the gynecologist that you get do you think that they- <laughs> i mean last one sold you a video a, a dollywood video Bo- bollywood bollywood not bo- dollywood. i would have loved dollywood right yeah well she was super nice i really liked her and she was like cool and whatevs but i just was like nervous and she was just like asking me all kinds of questions about my life and then she, then she said how did you meet your husband and that's always a Real minefield. Oh, and then goodness. she was like, well, <laughs> It sure is. And it then, sure is. What do you say? I was like, it's kind of, it's kind of like this right now. <laughs> like, I expose myself and then... Yes. I was uh, in a very vulnerable situation. Yeah. <laughs> Half naked of often. And said, she was like, what show was it? Anything I would have oh, seen? No. I was like... <laughs> Oh, no. So she's oh. literally massaging my no! breast, doing the breast exam, and being like, get out of here. That is so fun. And I was like, oh, when will God. this be over? Oh, my God. But I mean, that, that conversation already like can put you in an uncomfortable <laughs> position. And when you're already in an uncomfortable position, we're just adding insult to injury here. And, you know, they love talking about it, whatever. But... Then she told me I need to get genetic testing because my uncle had breast cancer, which is a red flag when it's a male relative. Wow. Susie, please. Susie. do that. Yes, please do. Well, I go, I'm scared, though. What is involved? And she was like, oh, they just swab you. And I was like, oh, so it's easier than this I just went through. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, they swab your cheek. They just swab you. Mm -hmm. Oh, and they're going to test the DNA, your DNA. Yeah. Yeah. To see if you have, yeah. how do you feel about this? Great. Like you said, knowledge is power. Yeah. 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 I yeah. just want, that would be good to know. I it would be very good to know. What rash- would you do? Wow. I hadn't even thought of that. Because I think because I had always rationalized it because he was a pilot and you know how on airplanes there's oh. radiation. Oh. Every flight you take, oh, you get radiation. Yes. And so, so I this thought, is very interesting. I thought, well, that's probably why. But that's okay. just rationalizing. So it's some good rationalizing. It could though. be that, or it could be in my gene. She said, "Ask him if he had genetic testing, because that way you'll know if it was just like hereditary or environmental." Yeah, yeah. I'll get to the bottom of Any, that. Anybody else at the top of it? Um, the- <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it just him. So yeah. that's what made me think that. My mom doesn't yeah, even I get think- mammograms because she doesn't want the radiation. Oh, I know. It uh, feels kind of like, be- like. She's like, Jesus, take the wheel, you know. Yeah. Somebody swab her cheek. <laughs> right. What if I did that against her? Well, ambush swabbing. Yeah. 
But if if I were to test positive, then I would yeah, obviously tell Absolutely. her. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, wow. that's my story. Well, You're luck. welcome for that information. I, I'm, yeah, keep me posted. Look Can at us learning about our bodies. It's about damn time. <laughs> that is so true. Bodies you know? are so mysterious, aren't they? They are so mysterious. Mm-hmm. And it feels like... I mean, doctors don't even know where all the parts... They're like, oh, we just discovered this part of the ear. <laughs> like, you expect me to know all mm-hmm. the parts that... that no, They're I, back I there Googling. Just yeah, I'm using and hydrogen it. peroxide and, like, eating, eating all kinds of bread over here. So Sarah, I'm doing everything wrong. like a whole wrong. pizza after her night out. I out. fucking did, Susie! <laughs> f- with all the stuff... Bell peppers! With all the stuff... I basically had a buffet of... Foods I'm sensitive to. Tara After like a night extra... of binge drinking brewer's yeast. Oh my god! And then she orders a pizza, and then she's like, "Extra cheese? No, extra yeast." <laughs> I mean, and and no extra cheese because cow's milk. I'm I'm sensitive to. So basically, everything on a fucking pizza. Wait, did you for real? You're sensitive to peppers? Yes, Bell? Susie. All yes, jalapeno. I know, and I'm, I shouldn't have yes. said it. I shouldn't have said it. You should have seen the look oh! on her face. If you're on Patreon, <laughs> you have to watch it. Sarah just I went into gonna mourning. Look. I'm going to look at all of them. Um, okay, it is baker's yeast, bell peppers, brewer's yeast, chicken, cow's milk, chicken? eggplant, yes, rye, sunflower seeds, and wheat. This is a, we should be in all, we should be wearing black with bales. Like we, I, this I, is I know. a death. R.I.P. R.I.P. Sarah's joy. All the fun things that to eat. But this, you know, now I'm going to like feel good, which is like nice. So. Is it? I know. It's like a trade off. I'm like, mm, what, do I, what do I want this week? That sucks. What do I want this month? What kind of month do I want? Wait, I'm sorry. I should have listened more carefully. Did you say bell pepper? Yes. All right. Yes. Bell pepper, and then they give you a list of like the hidden plate eggplant. I could do without, so I was like, "Yeah, don't yeah, want that." Yeah, fuck eggplant. Yeah, but at least they didn't say tomatoes because I thought it was gonna be like all nightshades. You know how like sometimes those go together. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Oh, yeah." I know. And you know, this, the, once I dated this guy who said that he had a sensitivity to bell pepper, and I was like, "That's, <laughs> That's not a up. thing." <laughs> yes, <laughs> right? I totally fucking yeah. thought that, and I was like, I definitely in my mind was like, "This guy is like." You know, little hippity. Di- nope. Yeah. <sighs> well, Turns eat, out, eating your words, not we had the same diet. We should have had, had the same diet. And here I am, like, give it, like, in my mind, being like rolling my eyes. When, that is like, tragic. He, he knew, and I'll I tell don't you know anything. What you could still eat. This is what? good news. Daily what? harvest. What? Yes. Oh, and let me tell you, I love their breakfast bowl, their overnight oat thing. Yeah. It is so tasty. Like. There's nothing better than knowing I'm eating something good for my body that yeah. will not cause it any sensitive reaction, right. and it tastes good. Yeah. And, like, checks all the boxes, like, texture, yeah, flavor. Right. You know, like, I like a crunch. You know, sometimes, like, overnight, it'd be, like, mushy. No. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Yeah, it's good for you. It tastes good, and it's already made by the time you get it. You don't even yeah. have to do anything. They I, have... Nothing. Smoothies and snacks and flatbreads and um, obviously their chocolate like uh, frozen treat is delicious with the mm-hmm. avocado in there. 
Um, these are all with organic fruits and vegetables. Their harvest bowls are wonderful. It's just nice to have stuff on hand for those days when you do not want to cook, you don't want to think about it, and you don't want to get takeout because it's so expensive. It's such oh, a nice option. Healthy yes. and delicious. Avoid the takeout temptation and get Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com slash brain candy to get up to $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash brain candy for up to $40 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash brain candy. Yes. Really yummy. Ah. Um, I have a, a update, not really an update, more like an add-on to a subject that we talked about a little while ago. Okay. Um, remember when we talked about the benefits of hugs? Yes, I do. There was another study that was done that looked at the effect of hugs on reducing stress levels. And the results are really interesting. So hugs, have you seen this? Did you see this? There's a difference between men and women, right? Yes. Yeah. This is so interesting. So um, this was a research, some research that was published in the journal uh, Plus One that talks about how – well, they were looking at the, the cortisol levels before and after we engaged in a hug with – and the specific – uh, there are a few things that are specific in this or, or uh, uh, important to note. It has to be with somebody that we – have a connection to like for the study they used their romantic partners so they were people who were in relationships and you know cared about the other person and so they had this theory uh that hugging we know well we know hugging releases the hormone oxytocin and it's like the feel-good hormone um but they believed that it also might like having oxytocin in there would reduce cortisol levels so they measured cord and cortisol is like the stress hormone that's terrible it like wreaks havoc on our body it's linked to heart disease diabetes all these chronic conditions everything we bad have, uh, everything yeah. it's like all the things i'm sensitive yeah to. all that <laughs> it's like the yeast of your life yes yes 100 <laughs> thank you and um so they wanted to see if there was a way to reduce cortisol levels by introducing oxytocin. And so they took uh, couples – I want to say it was like – it was a very small sample size. I want to say it was like a, like under 100 maybe or like around 150 or something like that. Total um, people so- or total couples? Couples. Okay. And the other thing to note is that they were between the ages of 19 and 32. So this wasn't, and I'm like, okay, maybe it's changes when you're older or like, I don't know, who knows? So important thing to note. Um, And they put them through a stress-inducing experiment where they had to keep one hand in ice water for three minutes. And half of the participants were told to hug their partners for 20 seconds before the test. Mm -hmm. And then they measured their mood and blood pressure and cortisol levels and basically all the things that indicate stress. And then there was, of course, the other group that didn't hug anybody. And they found that women who hugged their partners before the experiment had lower cortisol levels afterwards compared to the control group. However, men didn't seem to gain any yeah, stress-busting benefits. They're fucking – because probably while they were hugging, they got boners or something and were just thinking about banging. <laughs> animals. They're animals. Yeah. Why do we think this is? That's – either they're psychopaths or <laughs> – or, they were just like, oh, I can feel her boobs. 
Oh, during the hug. Uh, they got distracted. Because so, maybe if they got a hug from their mom, you know. This, okay. Mm-hmm. We need to redo the study. Because that, that, you're right. Yeah. You're right. So my mom always told me growing up that a man can only ever really love one woman at yeah. a time. Yeah. And it's either the woman he's with or his mother. Yeah. And it takes men far longer to fall in love then it takes a woman, but it takes a man far longer to fall out of love than it takes a woman. They're because weirdos. It, all of them. We? Except Jared. <laughs> Except Jared. That's, <laughs> that's my new catchphrase. That's Except great. Jared. And, okay, um, you're right, but so are we. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So. Okay. It. What is so, your theory if it's not the, like, romantic versus... Right. Motherly love. It might. Okay. Okay. What else? Here's what I'm thinking. I did not even think about a theory before this. I'm I'm like making this up on the spot. But what I'm thinking is that if a man is hugging the woman, that's often. I, I Maybe he sees it as he's providing a s- solution for her in a way, you know, like being the, like I'm. Problem solving. Problem solving, because they love to do that. I'm problem solving. I'm going to, and, and doesn't, in a way, it's very selfless and very, like, kind. And, like, I'm going to give my energy that's, to this hug to help her. That's a generous her. assessment. So, <laughs> so maybe it's that, that, that the intention is I want to make her feel better rather than I want to gain something from this hug. Whereas, like, when I hug somebody, I'm very, like, uh, I, want the, I, I want the good feeling of the hug for me in a weird way. That's interesting way. Oh because... Oh, my God, I'm kind of a selfish hugger. <laughs> no. Now no, that I say I this like out loud, that. I'm not, like, hugging someone so they feel good. Uh-huh. No. Sarah, you want both. Okay, sometimes I do. Because that's but like why you, I'm like, going through a stressful event... all the time. What? That's why you hug rape me. I do do and that. And you'll be like... Just just let it go. No, and I make sure it's six seconds. I'm like, no, you're not allowed to leave yet. You're like, just let it happen. Yes, don't resist me. Yeah, <laughs> I did do that. We should have a hug safe word. Where you, where it's... Consent. <laughs> Consent is important. We do. Hey, did you take that class yet? Is that a secret? What class? Oh, no, not yet. Not yet. Yeah. We can talk about it later. Yeah. If you oh, want. Totally. Or you can talk about it now, whatever. Yeah. Susie, what Susie is referring to uh, is there is a um, uh, introduction to Shibari, which is rope play class in Denver, and your girl is going to sign up for it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, that's something because you said safe word. I'm sure they emphasize yeah. all that stuff. Totally. That's probably a At big part of class. it. But you know me, I like to like learn about something before... I, you know, just like, and you know how I can get obsessed with things. So I bought the, like, basically the, uh, uh, what was it? Erotic bondage handbook and like encyclopedia. Oh and it's, it's like no pictures. It's all about like safety and aftercare and like the, the emotional and, and psychological effects of this and, and how to communicate with a partner and how to, it's basically like, what sex therapy is, what, you know, I guess. a lot of that when you're working with people who have alternative lifestyles or interests. I think that's and nice for fascinating. You. I just totally. wouldn't want any, any kind of sex capades that I would have to study for. Personally, oh, just for me. Right. Isn't that weird that I'm like, 
give me the books. I want to learn. It what? feels safer. It feels like, you know, when you when I learn about something, it makes me feel like it's more empowered. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh. empowered. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I like. Yeah, I like like having the information. Where is this learning. being taught though? Like community college or where is this? Oh my god! Some what if dungeon? no? It's like a private club. Like a like a mem. Like you get you're like a member, and you know they've got like rules and and. Is it called like? Sex dungeon? No, it's much lair. safer, nicer than that. It's, it has a cool name too. It's like, yeah, it's very female it friendly. Very like, and they really emphasize um, like inclusivity. Yeah, and I have like, heard that about the community. Yeah, it's really great that like all kind of abilities, like you know, all kinds of bodies, all kind of ages, and I just like like the kind of people that that attracts is yeah, right. just open minded. You know, I like that community. This seems like a great time for me to mention that if you're wanting to get your motor running, you should try Dipsy. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for the segue, I Sarah. highly encourage everybody to explore well, all parts of it. It's themselves. similar to what you're describing. Dipsy is a service that lets you find stories that can encourage your own pleasure, um, help you with maybe what whatever's going on in your own bedroom or just put you to sleep if you want something soothing and sexy to go to Mm -hmm. sleep to. Um, You take this little quiz and then they'll suggest certain stories and um, audio whatevers, audio stories to get you going. Um, They're designed by women and they're meant for women, which always usually means good stuff. Always. Yeah. Good. Um, You can even request like a British accent, you know. Hello. If you're like me and into that. Um, for <laughs> listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash braincandy. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash braincandy. Dipsystories.com slash braincandy. Yes. Okay, I love that. I encourage all ex- sexual exploration and like, you know. Yeah. Discovery. Yeah. It's great. And it's great when you can, you know feel safe and comfortable to do that in a relation I feel like that's like the goal, you know, mm-hmm. in a relationship to be able to have that kind of open communication and discuss things like that, which I have never had before, so it is really fun. What a nice change. It is a really nice change. So anyway, with regards to this hug situation, yes. Um is there do you like is there a broader concept though about how men maybe can't do have totally separate situations for like nurturing love versus sexual you know they romantic. didn't go into it but what they did say is that it could be that it takes men longer to de-stress hmm. because they only tested the cortisol levels 20 is either 20 or 25 minutes after and the the researchers were interested to see what yeah. it would be like an hour after because with every and and I know this this is you know very true and I I often reference this in my work with couples that when a a couple gets into an argument fight whatevs the woman in order to uh self soothe relies on the hormone oxytocin which is created through connection and through spending time with others so women want to like be around their girlfriends or they Mm -hmm. want to like 
after the fight happened, resolve it by being closer to their partner. And they reach, they want to like keep communicating because that releases oxytocin, which makes them feel better. Men need to go off and be alone after those fights because they need to, it's like we all, why we have like a man cave. They, they need to like distance. decompress and distance themselves from it to get some perspective. And it takes time. So I think there could be some kind of correlation between those two uh, pieces of information there mm-hmm. of like, it could be that we are, and wouldn't it, wouldn't it make sense that we would need to be designed to be able to release stress much faster because we're like, we, we go way back in, you know, caveman time. We're like looking after babies and like, there's a lot of things, it feels like more peaks and valleys in the cortisol levels of a woman if she is looking after a child all day than maybe in a man's if he is just laying stalking one animal for 48 hours and like you see where it is like yeah there's a little bit of that in the chase but then they have like the long fucking walk home to to decompress right makes sense yeah so i think you know i just kind of trace everything back to every behavior serves a function every behavior is beneficial even if it is not in the way we want it to benefit. I look forward to learning more about, you know, the concept of gender being on a spectrum is sort of mm-hmm. a new idea, mm-hmm. at least mm-hmm. new to us. And um, I look forward to learning more about that because we all know these things where, like, you hear a study and, like, they can generalize, but mm-hmm. it might not apply to you. Like, right. for instance, I prefer to be alone after a fight. I don't want to connect. Right. That's more masculine according to that mm-hmm. information. But, yes. like, if gender isn't binary and is, some, you know, fluid Absolutely. and whatever, then that could lead to more helpful data. A hundred percent. Yeah. I feel like I have... A more masculine, masculinized, ma- mas- masculine, whatever, brain when it comes to sex, mm-hmm. where there isn't as much of a emotional connection that gets created. I can separate the two. And when I took the uh, the MMPI for the challenge, they told me that my results showed that about they sex. Were like, yeah, yeah. They said you have what we call a tomboy brain or tomboy mentality. And you are more pragmatic and logical and you're able to separate emotions and like sex and emotions. Mm-hmm. And right. But in other than, ways. You easier might... than a, like the average woman would. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. But in other ways, you might just like really love hugs and then connecting after. 100%. Yes. Yes. Oh, your girl loves a cuddle. And I can feel the oxytocin. Like, I feel it. Like, it feels like, well, like a drug. Like, I really can feel it when it's in there. Mm-hmm. It feels so good. It's nice yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> do you, do you like, you know, like, say you have, like, the big O. Mm-hmm. You really feel that, like, drugs in your brain. Like, your eyeballs roll back a little bit and, like, you could kind of feel it, like. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't want to like snuggle. In your, almost like in your, like, what? I don't want to snuggle after. You don't? Mm-mm. Oh, my gosh. You do like that space. You don't need that. No. Oh but gosh. I get why some people might. Fascinating. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
I become then addicted to it. And after it goes away, I'm like, what part? The The hugs, the cuddling. All of it. Yeah. I actually read an article. I was going to talk about this on the podcast last week, but I somehow skipped over. I don't have the information here right now, but the, the, you know, summary of it was cuddling after sex or just cuddling. Didn't even say after sex, but cuddling, you know, creates connection, brings people closer. But when that goes away, you'll be in withdrawals. There's like a withdrawal that happens when your cuddle partner is not there. It's like that addiction crap I was talking about. Yes, it totally just totally when is. basically anytime you feel euphoric, <laughs> you're going to pay for it <laughs> because the body wants you to get back to the center. And also, yes. and likewise, when you feel despair, yes, you will likely mm. regress to the mean. You will. Your body just wants you to be totally evened out. Yeah, I think that being a, being a, addicted to cuddling though might be like a healthy one. Might though. be the antidote. Yeah, yeah, because it provides you know it provides like it boosts your immune system. It makes you like it does, has a bunch of good benefits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, skin to skin. Yes, even exactly. with new babies. Yeah. Like whenever yes. you're supposed to snuggle Aww. without your shirt on or whatever. So cute. Yes. I love mm-hmm. seeing that. Um, okay. And we're going to take a complete left turn. I guess that. Uh, but I, your, your skin to skin kind of reminded me of this. This is like going to be super disgusting. Awesome. Are you ready for this? It's ideal. Yeah. Uh, super disgusting. Have you ever wondered how big the goo ball would be if you blended up all the people on earth? Never have, Sarah. Well, I have the answer for you. So some mathematician uh, decided to work that whole equation out. And if you take all of the living people on earth and you put them into a really big blender and you extract everything that came out of that and decided to shape it into this like human meatball, how big do you think it would be? Is it smaller than you expect? 100%. (gasps) (laughs) Gross me out. Tell me. You got to give me a guess. Like, give me a um, metric. Oh, like, like a thing where we're measuring you. We're, we're measuring this. You know how, like, Americans love to use anything but the actual system of measurement that we have. So we're going to measure this in buildings. Buildings? Famous buildings. Famous large buildings. (laughs) Well, the only famous one I really know is the Empire State one. Okay. Is it as big as that? Nope. Smaller. Is it like the shed in my backyard? It is just under one kilometer wide, which is about three Eiffel Towers. Actually, I don't even know if that's bigger than the Empire State Building. I just took a guess. But they didn't say Empire State Building, so I just... Right. Three right. Eiffel they Towers. Three Eiffel Towers? That's it. And if it would fit inside Central Park. Is it because we're mostly water? I think that's included. I think we're like... Water included. Well, I believe you. I just can't believe you. Goo. So the equation, the density of a human, they looked at the density of a human. How dense are we? So yeah, water is included. She just said that about goo. Okay, go ahead. Goo. Um, The density of a human is 985 kilograms per cubic meter. 
and, which happens to be close to water, they said. So that makes sense that we're de- – because we're majority uh, – mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Mostly mm-hmm. water yes. and then just a little bit of meat. Yes. And the average human body mass is around 62 kilograms. So if you, if you blend – if you could blend people up, uh, you can probably stuff about 16 humans into a cubic meter. But, like, don't try it. Uh, so for the 7.88 billion people in the world, Come they could be squeezed into 496 million cubic meters. Well, and that would be about the size of three that's not, Eiffel Towers. That's, that's bonky. Yeah, and there was also a study. They said that there was a, another equation that was done that said you can fit all the people in the world in the, inside the Grand Canyon. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like not even blended. Yeah, full bodied. Full bodies. No blender needed. They'll all fit. I don't like it. I know. I don't know if it makes me feel like there are a lot of people or less people than I think there are. In mm-hmm. One- VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. One of the craziest facts that, you know how I love facts, one of the craziest facts I've ever heard, if you were to take the earth and take out all of the space in between the atoms and in between the molecules, like, yeah. you know how we, everything oh, is yeah, like yeah, yeah. Didn't you a say lot it was of like space a in between. Posted stamp or something. Fucking the size of a cube of sugar. What? What is the whole earth, every, everything, the whole thing, not the people, all of the earth and everything on it. A sugar cube? Oh, my God. I can't even talk. I, I'm getting too worked up. Huh? <laughs> I don't even I, need to be free- here. That's what's so great about this. I'm sorry. Doesn't that make you, your mind explode a Yeah, little? it makes a me sugar uncomfortable. Cube. And you then know. I just mm, pop one of those in my mouth and it's gone, disappeared just like that. You we're know, nothing. we're a speck of dust. I told you, but we got that optical illusion book. Well, I, it is funny. Like whenever we get to certain ones, when Lincoln looks at it, he's like, Mah! like he doesn't want to keep looking at it. it. You know, yep. it freaks you out. Or when you think about eternity and you hit that point uh-huh. where you're like, no, Why I, don't I like had to it. drop out of uh, my astronomy class because when they started talking about the size, I was like, no, nope, yes. I'm out. I'm good. I'm going to stay right here brain on this teeny tiny little planet. Is not meant to think about things that big. 
No, that's, that's also, why we have to do it in the in building sizes because our mind can wrap around that. And uh, oh, can I share my screen? I'll pull up the picture of what the meatball looks like because they it's decided also to illustrate why it, which is people don't really think. Jeff Bezos is as rich as he is because we can't <gasps> understand how much money that is because it <gasps> just sounds like million, billion, whatever. Okay. I have, I've been meaning to share this for so long. I have a list of somebody did that math of like to make, put it in a, in a, in a way that we can understand a little better. And it's freaking so weird. So like, um, let me think of one off the top of my head before I find, uh, uh, there we go. Um, the sound, it, it's like a whisper. Oh, here it goes. Uh, uh, a whisper. The, the volume of a quiet library is the U S household wealth and Bezos's wealth would be the roar of a jet taking off. The height of a piece of a Toblerone chocolate would be the U S house wealth. Mount Everest, if you climbed it five times, would be Jeff Bezos. Those two compared to each other. Uh, A tiny flake inside of a snow globe compared to the height of the Statue of Liberty. The weight of one single peanut versus the weight of a truckload of peanut butter. One ton. A microscopic drop of champagne or an entire flute of champagne. I mean, I love that. It's it's the diameter it, it of an Oreo cookie versus the diameter of the Grand Canyon where you can fit all of the Earth's people. I still think people can't grasp it. I know. It's still hard. The size of a white blood cell or an entire humpback whale. What the fuck? That's crazy. My mind barely can barely. It's only with the images that I help when you kind of see that. Is that nuts? Yeah, it sucks because it prevents action to like counterbalance. Because we can't even wrap our minds yeah, around. Yeah, it's just like yeah. Oprah's a billionaire. He's a billionaire. It's the same. It is not the same. No, it's not. Not even close. Yeah. Oh my god. Ugh, gross. Yeah. Um, countdown to when my Amazon is up. I only got about four more days left. Well, because when I told my mom about your moving my problem, uh-huh. she was like, what's she doing about Amazon? Because, <laughs> you know, the boxes. And right. then I, was, I didn't even go into it because I didn't want to talk to her about <laughs> it. But I thought in my mind, well, she doesn't even have Amazon. Right. But... I weaned myself off. I haven't made an Amazon purchase in I can't remember how long. Because, really? Yeah. I've been like, you're just going to have to go out and get it places. And I am learning that mu- there's so much more that's cheaper not on Amazon. Hmm. They've like switched it. Well, that makes sense. The, you know? But I don't do even that, feel like, like people the... are doing it for the thrift of it. No. No, it's they're not. It's the convenience Con- of it. Yes. 100%. And the speed. 100%. Yeah. So uh, you don't yeah. run into any problems though? Uh, not so far. But I, I've, I've really been trying, like since I've moved to Colorado, I've really been trying to reduce my consumption yeah because there are things that i want more you know i i real i i have a long list of gear i want to buy and that good gear is expensive so i have been 
I haven't been, you know, doing the things that like I did during the pandemic. Like I'm not like, I don't know, like buying little things here and there that I don't really need, like $10 here, $10 there, $20 here, blah, blah, blah. Like all adds up. So I'm trying to like use the stuff I have more or get rid of things before I get anything new. And uh, I'm really just like saving up for, for good quality things that you don't buy on Amazon. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's great. I think you're doing the things the right that thing. cost 20 times as much and you buy them at REI. Yeah, right. no, whatever. Yeah. I do love REI though. I do too. I'm going, we, have, we have a planned trip there on Sunday to just try things. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like what? Yes. Tell me what. Like uh, I need a camp chair. And so I'm going to test out all the different camp chairs. Like what is your idea of a good camp chair? uh, I want one. Well, I'm looking for everything to be ultralight. So I need it to be like under a pound and a half and be able to fold up really small for like ultralight backpacking. You mean like kind of like a stool? Yeah, but they have ones now that are, are really, really lightweight. And they're almost like those butterfly chairs that they give you a full back and they're mesh and they're super, super light. And it's just finding the one that fits comfortably for like some are lower, some are higher. I don't, you know, so you're just finding the the seat that fits the best for you because when you're doing like a big backpacking trip and that's like your only chair, you want to make sure that you're like, got a good one. Mm -hmm. And so I need a chair, I need a sleeping bag. I need some new hiking boots because I already wore through my other ones. What do you mean wore through? Like the bottom, remember? And I think I talked about this on the podcast. The bottom of like this, I was going back and forth. Do I buy a new pair or do I glue the bottom of my shoe back on? Because the shoes fit really well. And I didn't want to um, break in a new pair before a new trip. So one of our listeners sent me a link to shoe goo, which Mm -hmm. is a glue for that exact purpose. And I glued the bottom of my shoe back on. And uh, now I'm looking into a hiking boot that comes with lifetime sole repair. Yeah. Since that was the problem for only like 50 bucks more than the regular ones, which seems very worth it. Yeah, I'll say. Yeah. So it's things like that. I got to try on the shoes, got to find the right size. Yeah. So if you took the ones that are like worn out to a cobbler. Yeah. um, Right. And went back in time. Yeah. Uh, yes. Would you, first, went, first got a time machine. Yeah. Would you be able to get them cooking? No, nah, because they now they're the seams are ripping around the like where the laces are. It's just new okay. shoe time. R.I.P. Yeah. Okay. R.I.P. I mean, they went many miles. They traveled Machu Picchu. All the camping that I did all last year, all the backpacking I did last summer, they've been miles and miles. And I think yeah, shoes mm-hmm. only have a. A certain amount of miles in them before just like people that's true mm-hmm. yeah i was ju- i just read a little article it was just like a little summary that that this guy broke the record for uh most miles ran in one st- like straight 350 miles without stopping it was like 40 plus hours and the, the maybe more. And the thing, one of the things he had to do was he had to switch out his shoes like five times because he wore through the shoes and his feet were kept swelling. And the previous record holder, I want to say was like 300 miles. And he, he was the winner of the Badlands uh, race, which is the longest Marathon that takes ultra marathon that takes place in uh, I believe Death Valley and my mom photographed it a few years ago and she has 
she showed me all the photos of the feet afterwards that she took. It was gross. But also There's a great really book about ultramarathoning called Born to Run, if you haven't read it. Oh, yeah. It's really good. I mean, I don't get it, but it's nice to hear about other people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm born to sit, the kind of personally. Pe- yes, born to sit. That Susie's coming <laughs> out with me. the, with the uh, uh, follow-up to yeah. that. <laughs> right, the alternative. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. to each their own. Yeah. So uh, I told you about the people meatball, but I also heard a interesting little piece of information about some other meatballs. The famous Ikea Swedish meatballs. Yeah. Did you hear about this? No. Oh, okay. Two things. One. I've eaten them. mm Mm-hmm. No longer from Sweden. They're Mm. like not actually Swedish meatballs. They're from Turkey. Also, a lab in the Czech Republic tested it. Horse meat. No. Yes. Globally? Meatballs contained... DNA of horses, which, Globally. you know, I've eaten before and is fine, but, you know, kind of want to tell the consumer that you're eating horse meat. Yeah. In France, that's very common. Same in Italy. Eat, I had some horses. delicious horse. Oh my God. I mean, but, you know, it's kind of like. Why aren't we into that around here if it's so yummy? What seems to be it's, the problem? It's an acquired taste. It's very gamey. It's kind of like, like. I know, but deer is gamey, and we will eat that. I mean, it's not crazy to eat deer venison. Maybe it's the pet thing. That's stupid. I know it is. I I sound horrible saying that, but like, that's a that's totally a societal, yeah, cultural thing. I have no problem with with like just. I'd eat my cat if I had to. (gasps) Susie, I don't think I could eat Bo. Oh, oh, oh my god! I'm having all kinds of feelings. Definitely, Sarah, definitely cannot listen, eat. Bo. Here's why it's totally different. My cat would eat me if it could. One hundred percent. Your cat is already planning my on how to which, which part body part. Our tigers, first. they yep. would maul us and whatever. Dogs, Guaranteed. okay, maybe a wolf would eat you. Yeah. Okay, so maybe yeah. Bo would if worse come to worse. <laughs> and we're like, oh, now that I say it, yeah, now. <laughs> You can't eat Bo, but you no. can eat a cat, right? Like if it were in a pinch. I mean, is it a mean cat? <laughs> you could eat your cat. A cat. Like, how hungry am I? Death, life, or death. I'm That's what cat. I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. We're eating yeah. that cat. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I couldn't eat Bo. I couldn't like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I couldn't do it. Really? I, no, I don't think I could. Oh, my, I'd rather you starve. Not, I actually would rather starve. I'll die. I if, mean, I don't know the power of starvation. I've never experienced that. that listen, is, if there's one thing I know about you is that those things don't really matter. Like, your survival does not trump your ethics. Right. And, Wait. Yeah. My yeah. survival does not. Like, my ethics trumps my survival. Yes. This is true for me. Yeah. Yes. Sarah I would die. Sarah would die. Yeah. Before she gave in to something she didn't believe in. 100%. I would not. <laughs> She's like, I'm throwing <laughs> Just those so we're clear. right out the window. Come here, well, Mr. Yeah. Miyagi. Yeah. <laughs> because my highest ethic is not dying. But right. yours is not. Kind of sounds like not a good evolutionary strategy, Sarah. 
<laughs> well, actually, yeah. people pleasers good at people please. I mean, this is a stupid example, but obviously, motherhood trumps all of that. And yes. I was thinking about it last night because we played Monopoly. That was our first time as a family playing Monopoly because he's ten and he gets it. Yeah, and so it's time. It's time to play Monopoly. It's time. It's time. And um, I just really wanted him to win, and Aww. I just was reflecting on that because I'm very competitive. I mean, mm-hmm. this isn't survival, of course, right. but I just thought, wow, that is so funny that I would much rather him win than I win. Mm-hmm. And that is that sort of like I want my offspring to survive. Yeah, like it, there, you more, can extrapolate more. from that and like what that means. And yeah, but it's a funny thing to like actually experience it and then reflect on it and see it in a, just a small everyday level. Um, so, but otherwise, it's Lincoln, me, and then pets. Adam not even made the list. Well, he's on his own. I mean, what oh. what do I got to do around here? <laughs> oh, my God. He's got his own mom. That's right. For he's Pete's got sake. his own mom. Go hug her. <laughs> go, oh, God. That's go so funny. Go hug her. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Whatever. No, I mean, Ikea meatballs have horse meat. Ikea meatballs. Well, so what are we going to do about it? I don't know. Not call them Swedish meatballs anymore. However, like, the, so I should have said Ikea Swedish meatballs. Only two of those words in that sentence are accurate. Balls. Meatballs. Oh. <laughs> well, That's one I guess word, they Suze. are meat, technically. And from Ikea. That's about it. Yeah, because technically it is meat. They didn't specify what kind. So It seems fair. that, like, at least in the U.S., we have, um, you have to report ingredients and yes. nutrition facts. So were they right. reporting that this was horse? No, they were not. And remember a while back we talked about when the guy from Ikea, like the main, like head guy, guy who created it, like he passed He's away. He's a piece of shit. His, his kids took over. They have changed the uh, parts on, on – I, I recently assembled some Ikea furniture. Yeah. Uh, the parts have been – like any place that they could turn something that used to be metal into plastic, they did. I know it like cost cut. I saw it for like a teeny tiny end of one of the screws, like their classic, you know, that like locking mechanism Yeah, where it's like a, a, you put the pin in and then you twist that, the, and it's always been metal. Not anymore. The end of that is plastic, which is not going to last. And, um, that's really disappointing. And then they also were, were, had the idea of using, um, uh, uh, bug based protein in the meatballs oh, remember yeah, that yeah yeah Crickets so i and feel like stuff. like they were like yeah well let's not use bugs people think that's weird let's use horse instead and just like not tell anybody it feels like they did that i don't know what those kids are doing they're like driving ikea into the ground that's Maybe. crazy are people yeah. mad or is it just us uh it might just be us i don't know i haven't really i heard this on wait wait don't tell me so you know, sometimes you just get the little factoid, and then I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh, okay." But no, it doesn't seem like there's too much outrage. But how 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 mad can you get about Swedish meatballs? I think pretty mad because I don't Not think with that furniture at those prices. I don't know if I'm mistaken, but I don't think that horse meat is legal to be consumed. It's not. Right. In the U.S. That's it. In, yeah, it's not. So I feel like you could get pretty mad about that because yeah, yeah. Yeah, good point. Excellent point. 
felonious. I don't know. This IKEA prodigy. I know. Progeny. I know. Well, yes. I am disappointed because he sucked. Remember, he would yeah. pretend to be super frugal. That was what we learned in this episode way back. And that he was like, he would act like he embodied the IKEA sort of ideal of like right. minimalism and whatever. But then he would like fly first class or private jet or whatever, yes. but pretend right. like he flew coach. He was a real Ugh. pit that guy. And he had well, like a so they were all car. about presenting one thing and then really doing another. Mm-mm. Incongruent. It's very action. T- very disappointing, IKEA. Mm-hmm. About as disappointing as the uh, construction on their furniture. Yeah. <laughs> That's so yeah. true. Not right. all of it. They have some good no. stuff. I know. Their glassware is nice. They, on that and they're bottom sold floor. out of the one thing I really need more of, which are those wire closet systems, like the mesh baskets. Those were so good, and they locked together, and they came in a few different sizes, and you like four more, and they don't make them anymore. Oh, that's, that's a job for eBay. I know. I've been, I've been, I'm on the, You're on the hunt. I'm on the hunt. Okay. Um. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Um, what else do I, I have a little, oh gosh, I had so much fun stuff today. Do we have time for one more? Yeah. Okay. Me too. Um, this is just, uh, oh, oh gosh, they're so fun. Do you want to hear about things that are happening in Las Vegas with Elvis or things that are happening in California with bees? I'll do the bees because I know about the Elvis. Okay. Yeah. So California uh, has the Endangered Species Act, and it was designed to protect this – the, this is the quote. This is how it's written in the law. Uh, Native species or subspecies of a bird, mammal, fish, amphibian, reptile, or plant. There is one thing missing from that. Insects. Yeah. And invertebrates. So – uh, they're absent from the list. So in California, the, there was an appeals court that created this like loophole for insects and basically other spineless creatures that fall under the umbrella term invertebrae. And so now the act has made it so bees are classified as fish in California. No. Yes. So uh, because the act ident- then defines fish, you have to look at like what the definitions are. So the bees do not fit into the California Endangered Species Act language. But if you look at the definition of what a fish is, they've now created fish to be a wild fish, mollusk, crustacean, invertebrate, amphibian, or spawn or ovum of any of these animals. And since a bee is an invertebrate, it now qualifies as being a fish. So bees are fish. Okay, so they protected the bees. Yes. There was going to be no protection for the bees if they did not rewrite this. And the western bumblebee is – the crotch bumblebee, which – now I need to have more information on why that was given that name and what, question mark. Um, That'll be in the next episode. Uh, Franklin bumblebee, the suckly cuckoo bumblebee, and the western bumblebee are all endangered species and are all facing extinction. And so they needed to come up with a way to protect them, and they created this loophole. I love that. I love that they're protecting them. 
Yes. It must have been, for whatever reason, it must have been much easier than just changing the language of the law. Yeah. Yeah. But that's great. We're changing like the definition of it rather than the law itself because there's, yeah, there's got to be something like, like you would have to vote on the law, but you only have to appeal to a court or something about the definite that kind of makes sense of like well what is what is considered i was telling sarah this story beforehand so now i'll share it with you because it's hilarious i was talking to lincoln about the tragic um school shooting recently and just Mm -hmm. curious about whether they were doing drills at his school or not and he said they just do um fire drills at his current school but that when we lived in california they did quote all the drills. And all was, the drills. And I was like, well, what What are they? What were all the drills? And he said, fire drills, earthquake drills, bees. <laughs> you know, bees. What? And I was like, excuse me, what do you mean bees? What kind of drill? And he was like, well, like if there's like a swarm of bees that get in the school like what do you do and i'm like well what do you do he's like you just get under your desk but the school wanted to make it authentic and so over like the school-wide intercom they played buzzing buzzing bees you know i'm glad that it's buzzing bees not that that song that's the flight of the bumblebee oh. <laughs> which is where my mind went when you first told me that story where it was like you know that what that that I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it's that. The flight I'm going to add bumblebee. that music right now. Please do. Enjoy. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> I mean. Oh, gosh. Like, I I need to know more. Like, that would have been a better song. I <laughs> I wanted to know, like, if this were some. It must be a law that they have to do. Yeah. Watch out for the fish. Cause right, cause maybe like some at some school in California there was like a swarm that got in, for and sure. then from everybody else, it's like the shoe bomber. So then we all got to take our shoes off at the airport. Right. It's, it's like, gotta be something like that. But just picturing him listening to this intercom playing the bees, and that is normal for our kids. I mean, all if of I this, had a bee allergy, that would be really <laughs> triggering. Totally. Like, ah, they don't know where they're coming from. Make the shooter, active shooter one realistic. I don't want any noises that resemble that. You know, on the intercom? Yeah. Oh, oh God, that creeps me out. All of it is horrific and terrible. And to him, this conversation was just like, like he didn't, there was no reaction because this is what our kids think is normal. So that is what we need to undo, everyone listening. Because it's not, there's nothing normal about it, including the B no. part. <laughs> nothing normal about any of that. Yeah. And uh, as somebody who spent my entire elementary school career at in California, I can confidently say I never had to run from bees. <laughs> <laughs> but you did earthquake drill, right? Definitely did earthquake and drills. And you didn't do shooter. Uh, did not do shooter in elementary school, but I did in college. Right. Column, yeah. Post-Columbine, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's nightmare, everybody. I hope that you're paying attention, oh, and I hope that you are really reflecting yeah. on what 
what it means to be a Christian, what it means to be an American, mm-hmm. what it means to be a citizen of this earth, mm-hmm. and why you have the values you do. Because yes. I have some questions for a lot of people who are mm-hmm. um, pro-life in particular. Yes. Well said. Thank you. <laughs> yes. But better well, days ahead. A... We'll we'll like make our fatal mistake and be optimistic. Right. I'm going to be optimistic. I'm. I am. We'll try our best. I was I'm hoping. Well, after I, I sent Sarah the video of Matthew McConaughey yeah. um, with those green converse, like four seconds before we came on here. So I know. You know, we're in a like, we're in a mood. I but I thought we need to make our brain candy high tops in green to commemorate. But then I was <gasps> like, I don't want to make a profit. Maybe we could donate to every town. I love this. Every, yeah. Donate it. We all. think about that mm, because uh, that was very powerful. It was very powerful. Oh, I'm going to cry just thinking about it. You don't want us to cry. We <sighs> will leave you with that. Thank you for listening. Leave us a five-star review. Tell a friend. We love you. We love you. Bye, Bye everyone. Bye.